0: Welcome to the Spicy Boys Podcast. Let's get spicy.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Spicy Boys, Spicy Girls, how are you this evening? Welcome back to a very special episode of the Spicy Boys podcast. Every episode is a special episode, but this one's kind of a callback.
2: This one's kind of special, though.
1: This is. We got episode 35. We're broadcasting live in Austin, Texas, deep in the heart of Texas. On... 4k audio 4k ultra hd t, t. 4k and ipas what we're all about in brad studio we're broadcasting live we've got jeff gan we got brad hughes holler at
2: your boy what up peeps
1: and yours truly and we're we're happy that you're joining us for another episode to talk movies and beer in the spice of life, ooh, got me excited. Yeah, you should write a book. What should I call it though? Oh, uh, your well, your memoir. Say, I'm working on it. Yeah, or working we're working on it. it. Um, should I call it? Can I write like, your
2: your memoir when you when you pass away? Sure thing. What what are you gonna call it though? I'm gonna call it. I like how you asked if you could write his. So you're saying
1: you're gonna last uh, longer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeff is a little bit older <laughs> than me too, yeah. so we're predicting an early, early exit for me here.
2: Or Jeff's not. just gonna have that. So Ryan, Long when life. you die, I will write your memoir, and it's gonna be a New York best bestseller. Ooh, that's gonna be the name. What's it gonna be? The name? It's gonna be the horn that never came. What? <laughs> What does that mean? It's it's the horn. No. the horn that never
1: came. Yeah, what? I thought you were onto something with the horn. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, then it got better. When it, thought, it said I never came. You were gonna say something about like this, like white rhino that's very rare. <laughs> like, I thought you were going somewhere with this, like unique. I thought about it, but I didn't want to bring race into this. <laughs> the horn <laughs> that, that he, never came. Race has nothing to do with it. The white rhino is how he's a rare. Like, so I, he's a, a rare, rare species. Yeah,
2: yeah, but when you see. A, a, f- a portrait of a rhino in a cover and you read the horn that never came. W- would you not want to pick it up? What does that mean? That, that that, never that came. Makes, like he that he that never grew like a virgin.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so That's what I thought.
2: <laughs> that means that he never It doesn't gr- matter what it means. That's, that's how you sell books. <laughs> it's confusing. People love confusing stuff.
1: You, so you're doing sales by confusion. That's a popular method uh, in, the, uh, in the the clearance sales stores, like Family Dollar. He's going to start out in the clearance section of Half Price Books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Contrary to most actual books, this book is going to be first sold at Half Price Books. Exactly. No, it's,
2: there's a mystery to it, the title. Gotcha. All right. This is a fun game. If you walk in the Austin airport, you know, at the bookstore? Mm-hmm. You're like running to your gate, right? Then you see a book with a rhino, titled "Horn That Never Came." (laughs) You will be, you will, it will stop in your tracks, thinking that you you missed your flight. But (laughs) you will have a copy. People are like, what? Does that mean I'm so Exactly. I exactly. I don't understand
1: what that is. I feel like if you're trying to confuse somebody to the point where they miss their flight, you're just going to anger them and they're never going to enjoy so, the book. <laughs> they're going to be on the flight and they're gonna be like, "Can we turn around? I saw this book and I just don't <laughs> understand the title and I now I have to read it cuz Exactly. It makes no sense. So, um, I like that it's it's going to be a memoir about me, but it's going to have a rhino on the <laughs> front.
2: Yeah. <laughs> say the horn. That it, so, this, this is a fun game. Uh, hold on. Hold, I, I'm going to just keep plugging this. Okay. The horn that never came. <laughs> so, you guys, you know, just watch out for it. Maybe. And I don't know. When. <laughs> is yeah. it the horn, the horn that never came or the
1: horn that never came? It depends
2: how you say it. Is it a question? A the statement. horn. The horn that never came. The came needs to be whispered. The horn that never. It sounds. It sounds like Ryan's a virgin. I'm gonna be honest. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it sounds like. Well, (laughs) no, that means he's pure. Oh, okay. Like a virgin. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Dude. Do you want me to write your book or not? Yes
1: I do. Okay. All okay. Right. All All right. Right.
2: I'll I'll leave the I'll leave the authorship to you. How how's this book start out? Well, <laughs> just like Harry Potter, there's gonna be seven books. <laughs> <laughs> be, you can, my
1: memoir is gonna be seven books yeah. long. Now now I'm on board. What's
2: the second gonna, one? Yeah, is it gonna be like the horn that never came part be, two or is it The Horn That Never Came Again A re, A <laughs> Realisation of
1: White. Can the third one Can be uh, The horn that never came And the black pearl And the curse of the black pearl No, no, no You guys make fun of me this, I mean, this
2: is This is serious stuff
1: Yeah Sounds real serious I do like Pirates of the Caribbean though so, Well you would you love, you to, love You would love this book Yeah Well I'm he, He's saying you can throw Some Jack Sparrow jokes in there and oh, Yeah he will be happy
2: Dude it's gonna be It's gonna be a simple read You know like Eight Eight nine hundred pages Or something Super fine text Each Yeah Each book each so, one. what's yeah. that? What's it, it comes. A,
1: we're, we're pushing on almost 7,000, around 6,000 pages. It comes with a special pair of glasses you have to use to read with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, See? Because there's just so much text on the, yeah. the page, and we wanted to save paper because we go green.
2: I mean, I haven't really thought about this, but the fifth book is going to be a pop up book. <laughs> pop up <laughs> art. A 900 page pop up book. <laughs> no words. <laughs> the fifth book is going to be The Horn That Never Came. Audible by Jeff Gann.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 On Audible.com. Yeah, com. only Audible.com. <laughs> so. I got ideas. So uh I I like this idea of like us writing each other's memoirs. Brad, do you want to go ahead and take a stab at Jeff's memoir?
2: Can I can I still write I, I'm gonna I'm gonna write both of y'all's memoir. By the way. I'm trying to think of a title. Brad Hughes, The Shoes that's art. never used. Ooh, and then book two is called Brad, Brad Hughes.
1: I'm bigger than you think. <laughs> and then book three <laughs> is Brad Hughes. The shoes are
2: loose. There you go. Your your pop. I'm art, thinking about yours still. Your pop art. Your pop art book would be like eighth, the last, the finale. So I guess what's it gonna pop up with? Just a big bread use life size <laughs> Life size It bro. just keeps unfolding When you open it Yeah Then it's gonna get The you know It's gonna get bought For a movie Then Jason Biggs is Gonna be you <laughs> <laughs> right? Jason Biggs But like In a, a will you few have, years This will be Jason Biggs uh, Dallas Buyers Club
1: Okay Yeah will you, <laughs> will you have Jack Black Help write this No <laughs> Man, uh-huh. just just have Jack Black do a few things, or at least put a picture of him and I together. Cause we'll get one one day. EP. Yeah, Jack there you Black. go. Yeah. That, that that's better. So, and I'm gonna write your memoir, Jeff. It's gonna be called "Hey You Up." <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say <laughs> little wrist, big heart.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I do have very small wrists. I have, I have very feminine wrists. I just like earlier how you said that. Yeah. <laughs> See let's compare wrists here's the thing well i, I have never noticed gonna,
1: wow good god i have no i never say anything about it you always bring it up if you if you held
2: my hand you'd be like oh my god are your what's your name wait, are, are you, you wrist, and then you look up and you see me
1: are your wrists smaller than mine yeah man are you, no put it up to mine dude look at this is that his smaller than mine yeah definitely <laughs> like i i at, like i think that i really? kind of have small wrists look at this but, watch
2: it's loose right yeah. and it's almost at the last hole but, hey, I said big heart. That's a,
1: oh, that big, could be big the name. That could be the name of your memoir, almost to the last hole.
2: Yeah. Oh. Oh, can it be a photo of me with my watch? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Almost to the last hole. Is that, wait, be, are you gonna write that? Are you gonna write that? Right before I die, but you know damn well I'm gonna die. Yeah. Okay.
1: No, uh, well, I'll probably like, I'll release it before you die, but it'll be called like a memoir upon the life and death of Jeff Ginn. It could be like a pocket or a a wristwatch on the cover. It just shows time. It's like infinite. Oh, it'll be like one of the, you remember those books? What was the name of that? Klutz? No. You remember they used to make those books? It's like how to like, how to like juggle. They were always up there and stuff. Uh So it'll be like that, except it'll have, it'll come with its own wristwatch. Ooh. What kind of watch you want it to be? I like that. Um like I'm thinking a, like a. Timex. Yeah, I was gonna say Timex, nice like it's gonna be small though. <laughs> Everyone that gets it's like this is too tight. Yeah.
2: Can't it won't work. I tried youtubing just forearm exercises. And then and then you <laughs> you, you <laughs> I don't
1: think you really need a YouTube for that. <laughs> You're like trying to find uh, foods that, <laughs> that 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 fill out your wrists. Okay. <laughs> like what
2: what superfoods can make my wrist bigger? <laughs> I have small wrists guys That's okay I <laughs> should see it <laughs> It
1: reminds me of uh, Freaking Charlie's um Uncle With small hands Oh yeah The lawyer I feel like you're just gonna like Show up and you're always Just like Putting your wrist up To other people so, You respect
2: them If they're large, Dude I, I feel like we got Some good memoir titles Going here Yeah All jokes aside When I go out I do look at Men's wrists And compare mine <laughs> Really? Yeah That is the weirdest Oh man uh, It's in. Do An you, absolute just so like so, who out of out of me and between me and Brad who has the best wrist? Yeah, let me see. You guys put your wrists together. I don't have a, we don't have watches on. Oh, I'm gonna tell you. I think I know who. Okay, Ryan, you you have more hair on your wrist. Well, yeah, yeah. Ryan has Ryan
1: definitely has a a beefier wrist yeah. than me.
2: Do you think so? Well, yeah. that I mean, because he's I mean, well, you guys both I mean, you guys both farm boys. So,
1: are we? Do we?
2: indiana you're right? saying we're
1: from from cities that have farming because <laughs> i don't farm at all you never build hay in the summer no man i don't know i'm I, I I th- th- some grass i'd say it's a tie oh yeah
2: good cop out i, so, w- I wish i had your right <laughs> wrist and brad's left wrist <laughs> what? there you go is that better sure it was never wrong to yeah start <laughs> with. but do you go out and you're
1: like you look at guys and you're like god that watch fits amazing I do okay. Like, I like, do like, look
2: at the watch. Like he's just like that's like that's a good looking watch. I do look at the watch and then look at the wrist. Like, like goddamn, this man has amazing wrists. Ever, I drink. got a real bony wrist though. Do you ever like shake their
1: hands and then like like want to flip it over and be like, I like that. Like flip
2: the hand over. Yeah, like look at the wrist. Like the like, like I don't do that. Okay. Do you ever want to though? No, I mean when they walk away, then I kind of just take a little peek. You know, yeah. like man, that dude over there, best wrist in town. <laughs> He's oh, got the best wrists in the South. I don't care, west. you guys think I'm weird? I don't think you're no, weird. I mean, we all have our no, things. Because I have a goal. You know what? I have a small wrist. <laughs> I have I look at inspiration outside of my wrist. Big heart. Yeah. Little wrist, big heart. I like that. It's like that show.
1: Uh what was that show? Like Little People, Big World. Exactly.
2: <laughs> That could be a sh- okay.
1: That is a show.
2: That is a show. <laughs> no, no no, my uh, my book is yeah. a little-
1: Oh man, can we do a reality show just about your day-to-day
2: life? I think just about my wrist. That's well, that, that too. My day-to-day life? That'll be canceled in a second. It's <laughs> be <laughs> <laughs> so like we we
1: just we have we we shot for one week straight and we have like yeah. 3 hours of <laughs> of any type Abusable of usable footage, <laughs> exactly. It's just it's just a lot of movie watching, and <laughs> you know, you know the, the the thing about having a good memoir is you need to go live a live a good life. I mean, uh that's debatable. Like, who has a good memoir who didn't
2: live a pretty good life? There's probably a lot out yeah, there. Sure there's a lot, but the, they're not New York bestsellers like Alexander the, Hamilton, The Horn That Never Came. <laughs> yeah Anthony and what's Ward and what, was what's a good,
1: good life too that's my thing yeah what I makes a good life objective because i feel like maybe the individuals might not think they lived a great life but everyone yeah. reading this thinks it's amazing they're like fascinated it's people wishes they could they wish they could be these people yeah isn't that the weird thing isn't it because like it is weird you might be like i mean we hope we all die happy but you might die and be like oh i wasn't you know you could be like, oh, am I satisfied with what I've c- accomplished? You might be like, no, but everyone else be like, I wish I could be that man. Yeah. That's a good well, you, life. That well, sounds you, like a good life. You think about like Nikola Tesla too, who like. David Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously. <laughs> no, but like he, he died like in a really, really sad way. He's oh, like yeah. in a hotel room by himself yeah. with some pigeons. Um, but and he's now he has got a company named out like the the like History. leading
2: technology company technology, everything yeah. so is ha- having a good life does it come down to having a positive legacy? It doesn't matter if in in what industry sure. you are like if you're a uh I don't know you know nikola Tesla, everyone will, will remember what he did. Or if you're a, you know, if you started charities, I mean, that's going to keep going forever. So your name's always going to be tied to that. Or if you make, you made amazing films that people love, then that's going to be, you know, embedded in history. I think it's being, for me, it's, it's being like great at
1: what you do, what great great at your craft. And in that, hopefully you're a good person. And then being, yeah, committed to your craft. So like there are people that, you know, that were. As Ryan said, committed to their craft, but maybe not great people. But they're still remembered. I mean, that's the truth. So look, well, yeah, because like at the end of the day, like what's your like what what your worth is like when you die, like is like not or doesn't really mean so, anything. It's really like what you leave behind. Because, like for example, if that's you what I'm saying if you, legacy, yeah, yeah, legacy. Because if you make if you spend your entire life, per, you know, trying to create. A name for yourself, in you know, in the film industry, and you do, and you make this all these amazing films. But people say, "But he had a terrible family life." People are like, "Yeah, because he was that dedicated, mm-hmm. right?" It doesn't come off like a, as a negative as what people think, because they're like, "No, he just loved movies. He in loved, a, yeah." And but I think like we're starting to get to the point now with like the the introduction of social media and and all like this like constant like press barrage. Of, like, you, like, you kind of have to be all around good. Because, well, like, if you're not, like, it's going to come out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not necessarily saying, like, like I get what you're saying. I think you you still can do it. But, like, if you're just, if you're a bad person, like, nowadays, it's going to come out. Like, before, it was, always, well. Like, well, he might not have been that great of a person, think, but... I think it depends what what it is yeah. that's all saying like a bad family life is like if you weren't if you neglected your that side of it it's like people aren't gonna be they're gonna be like oh that's not a good father but it's not the same situation as some of the things that are going on today you know no. you're like oh the, i don't want to have anything to do with what they're talking about
2: it's it's funny you guys mentioned that yeah we got um, real serious with this by the, the yeah uh, if you guys if you guys <laughs> the whole uh, subject of being Great at what you do, and still having that—you know—the issues like your demons, like it doesn't matter if it's family or personal. Uh, I don't know if you guys seen the uh, the the Steven Spielberg documentary on HBO. Oh, uh, it's so good. That's yeah. that's. I had no idea how he was bat- I mean, how how bad he was battling family issues, mm. and just that, and that translated to some of the best films. You gotta, yeah, you, you
1: got to put your focus somewhere else.
2: Yeah, exactly. You got to turn into literature. That's a good. I think you told me that one time. Yeah, mm-hmm. memoirs. That's going to be chapter one. Turn Chap- the literature.
1: Turn, turn your turn your
2: the demons her- into literature. <laughs> the the horn that never came. Chapter one. <laughs> turn, turn those horns upside upside down. Uh, upside down. It's going to start off you with a photo of you, a little kid on a bike. There you go. <laughs> good old in...
1: Wearing, in good old where? Caracas, wearing, Venezuela. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We're, in Venezuela. Wearing Lee, Lee jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Le- Levi's.
2: Lee jeans in Venezuela. <laughs> 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 oh, I, I used to have a, a... I forgot about you. You were born in Venezuela, man. No, I was born in Canada. Canada. Then you grew up in... You, you moved in London. Yeah. In in, in Venezuela. And Aberdeen, Scotland, in between those. Man, I'm gonna have to add another book in the series.
1: Yes, yeah, it could be about my childhood. Yeah, It'll be the unexpected young, travels of the white rhino, right <laughs> <laughs> of, of the horn that never came, or the the, the, came mi- the migrations yeah. of the young wire. Right
2: yeah, now. just um. You know, we don't have to keep talking about the book, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say, just watch out for the box set of <laughs> the horn ten, that never came. Ten disc Blu-ray, ten disc Blu-ray. Yeah,
1: that'd be a dope. Who's gonna play you
2: in a movie for with your, with your memoir? Me. Golly. It's gonna be me. It's gonna be. I'm Brad Brad gonna be dressed up as <laughs> him. Okay, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> We could switch off. Yeah, but you guys. I mean, right, that's, casting that, wise, that, you guys that, have very similar wrists. So. This is fun. So, <laughs> who, who would you
1: have play yourself in a movie about you? Well, Jeff already said mine, so I can't. Yeah. Who, who would I choose? Yeah. Who would you choose? Who do I want to play it? <laughs> yeah. Or who do I think like looks like? Who do you game? want to? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, they, we all know who. So wait, who would you? At this point in my yeah. life, who we'll, resembles we'll my cast? The, the can it character? be anyone? Okay, okay. like, what if they don't resemble Let me my age. being offensive? Okay,
2: Let me, okay. Go, okay, yeah, let's, let's do that. that. That makes. But let's obviously it needs to be a white person. Yeah, for me, obviously, it has to be an Asian person. So yeah. it's not like I'm. I'm just I admire like Paul Dana or something. He yeah. cannot play me. He, he right. cannot put yellow face or something.
1: All right, man. Oh, this is gonna be a tough one.
2: All right, so it has to be white, who kind of resembles you, but still. Has the acting chops well, that you admire. Did did I tell you guys, you know, when the
1: news first came out that Ryan Gosling was gonna be playing Neil Armstrong in First Man? Uh huh. The Damon Chazelle movie. I, I misread the article the first time and thought it said Louis Armstrong, and I was like, Oh no. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is gonna be really bad. <laughs> All right, Brad. Wait. So, am I picking myself or Ryan's? No, you, you pick, yourself. pick yourself. Like, who First. do you think would so, be? And then we'll do it, and then we'll go person by person. Who resembles me? Well, it doesn't have to resemble P, You just like who you would want to play you. So you well, would kind of want
2: it to look like you, but
1: Leonardo DiCaprio. Come on,
2: there you go. <laughs> that's, not, <laughs> that's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> not you, bad. You made that sound like it's an obvious. <laughs> that's the obvious choice because it's so far off. <laughs> See, I can see how you think Because he's a good actor He's like a great him. actor yeah I, just, yeah I just threw out a name Who wouldn't
1: want him who, there, um, who do I think people would choose for me? No, no, <laughs> no how, You would you choose for you That would probably be one of them To be honest But like for my That's what I'm saying Age has Does age matter? Because no, no, age he's definitely older matter.
2: than me No, I mean Yeah, but Somewhat in the same age Let's say Between 30 and 40 That, yeah since you're what you're thirty two, 31. one, thirty one, shouldn't be 32. So let's see, like from thir- early thirties to late, <sighs> late, early to late thirties. Hmm. I'm trying to think one for you too. Let's see I. Uh, I've
1: let got. Me, let me look Brad. up a few real quick, and I'll, okay. have, I'll have one. Do you, Do you want to go ahead and cast Brad real quick while we're while I, he's talking? He's looking through. Because I've got. I think I've got a good one. That's my for him. Hit. Yeah, for him. Yeah, I mean, I think so, but maybe. You, you, you go first. So cast as Brad in the memoir of Brad Hughes, uh, Dave Franco.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was pretty good. <laughs> That's, good. That's pretty good. That, I, okay, yeah, you I guys do, got the same was, smile. Yeah, yeah you know? that was pretty good. I don't have the kind eyes. Okay. but <laughs> but so just just, just <laughs> don't be so hard on yourself. So
2: just, that just, was pretty yeah. good. Just uh shout out to our number one fan zach so you zach you're gonna be played by davy Franco. <laughs> so that's good that was pretty good that's good james Franco's pretty good yeah not james dave no no, no for him yeah james no dave. dave oh dave yeah he said Dave. that's what i thought oh, he said okay yeah, yeah yeah that makes sense i mean they look yeah, yeah. let's be honest
1: they look they look pretty similar. pretty similar so but i feel like yeah you got the dave franco vibe going yeah. Trying to act more that's, like him. That's pretty good. That's, like, yeah. That's fine. That's, actually, yeah. that's probably the best one, yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. What about you, Jeff? I mean, it's just, I mean <laughs> slim pickens, right? <laughs> Is it? Either we put Bobby Lee in a Christian Bale um machinist. <laughs> no. Bobby Bobby Lee slims down for the uh, the best role of his life. Oh, I got it. I got it. I just just clicked, Rufio. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! That's... He is he is Filipino, so that kind of is accurate. Yeah. Huh. Boom. If he's not available, man, I would cast. I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make myself look look and act better than who I really am okay so it's between what do you mean look and act better but they all these going to be better at we are <laughs> no no that act like look and act as a person okay yeah it's between uh, it's going to be a uh, uh a coin toss between uh John Cho and uh you going to say J- and a uh, Glenn from walking dead oh uh, Benz- yeah yeah i had yeah. a feeling you were gonna say john cho but now was more f- recent but yeah dude i'll john cho man that, 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 that guy can dress he can he's yeah. class he's class so um i think rice looking at Asian actors right now <laughs> are you are you really no okay. oh, he's looking for himself oh man it's a it's a tough one because you think
1: about like who you want but also who who kind of resembles you right or if Jackie Chan wants
2: Jackie Chan wants a, like an indie drama, he can play me.
1: Uh, I would say probably. Did you see Oak Cha? Yeah, the guy in that.
2: Wait, Jake Gyllenhaal? No. Oh, uh, Stephen Yen. Yeah, that's that's what I said. Glenn from Walking Dead. Oh, I yeah, didn't yeah, know yeah, that's yeah. the same guy. Well, that's, that's cool. Sweet. Oh, so you weren't listening, but you, you still picked that guy. Yeah, that's a compliment. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, you were choosing for Jeff. Yeah. yeah. Not you. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you guys <laughs> <laughs> oh no steven okay. yun will play ryan uh, <laughs> no that's good yeah actually no yeah it's, it's gonna be between uh uh steven yun and and Cho. rufio mm-hmm. i'm sorry man rufio um who
1: doesn't what who did you choose Brad? well jeff said um or no you said um franco but yeah, Dave Franco. I was going to say Jake Johnson or Nick Miller. Oh, from, oh <laughs> from New Girl.
2: I can see that. Oh, my God. That's, that's pretty good. Is that pretty good? Yeah. That's, that's really that's, good. That's probably, yeah. That's, I'll, I'll pick that. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I do, you, you do remind me of him when I watch New Girl, and you remind me of Dennis when I watch Always Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to take that one. But, okay. <laughs> All
1: right. Um, All right. So, so you did, pick you, you? did you check, choose one for Jeff?
2: No, I mean I went with. I was gonna say John Cho to be honest. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be late, it's, yeah. it's, it's gonna be a casting battle between Stephen Yeun and John I mean, Cho. So if I think about it a little bit longer, maybe. But
1: mm. so can I? Can I do like who I think kind of looks like me and who I would really want to play? Yeah, me? yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. All right, so who k- kind of resembles me? I'm not saying that exactly. <laughs> this is. Hope, I'm so excited <laughs> for this. I hope it's uh, someone you really are passionate about. Here. That Lee Shriver. who's that? He was. Oh man! I'm looking it up. Hold on. Yeah, I'll look him up. And then, but who I'd really want to play me would be. Um, um I would. Oh, I, would I love really that guy. To, yeah. Wait, let me see. Yeah. But who I'd really want to play me is a um, good-looking man right there. Is uh, Probably amazing wrists. <laughs> uh, Daniel Day Lewis. I knew you were going <laughs> to... S- <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't want? <laughs> Daniel Day. I I'd said say Leo, so I can't... Here's the thing. I've been told that I have similar facial features Dude. to Daniel Day,
2: but I don't believe it. Daniel, if if there is ever a spicy voice movie, Daniel Day can pull a Eddie Murphy, <laughs> not a professor, and play all three of us. <laughs> Like i him.
1: love the idea of this movie like him just playing like six different roles yeah right oh that'd be great that's i'm trying i'm trying to think of who i want for you man yeah See, I'm, i don't want to just interested to know i don't have anyone in mind that's the problem that's because
2: i'm so goddamn unique i i'm I'm just like staring deeply in ryan's eyes trying to yeah look at me Ryan. yeah
1: look at me for a second okay um
2: don't look too hard. I with well I, the, with the beard. I mean, you can you can add beard. That's not yeah. That's not nah. the beard. It's it's uh, who he is. It's, it's who, who he chan- is. Who, cha- who does he channel? Who would be the lead actor for the film interpretation of the Hornet, the Hornet Never Came? <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm gonna go. It's I'm gonna go I'm I'm gonna go just knowing your life <laughs> and how you've bounced in different continents and the struggles that you've been through. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Ryan Gosling with a with prosthetic beard. Uh, damn <laughs> You a Gosling? Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Gosling with the prosthetic beard <laughs> or fast Bender.
1: Damn, man! Are you trying to flirt with me right now, Jeff? Hey, man. Hey, you know what? What you keep throwing out names? <laughs> <Yeah>. Oscar Isaac, <laughs> dude, <laughs> <laughs> that could work. Yeah, uh, good actually. Thank you, guys. That's really nice of you.
2: Or oh, the the kid who played but um I, the the redhead the kid from Harry Potter. <laughs> I do have to say, out of oh, all those way. though, the one I would want to choose
1: if we were gonna do was is Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, oh, I yeah. do. I do believe that would be the.
2: He would be like insane. insane Daniel level, Day right? as Ryan Witten, directed by no other than I'm I'm
1: gonna try Aronofsky. To... Aronofsky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, that would be some insanity, dude. That's that. Look at that. He's excited. Yeah, Man, look at him. Excited, He's like, uh, wait, can I be alive for this? He yeah. wants. <laughs> Let's just oh dude, yeah, absolutely. That's
2: that, that's that's the only uh that's that, that's the uh the only uh thing we all need to be dead for <laughs> all these movies to yeah. happen yeah anyway well i think that's a pretty good uh we we planned our life out there for <laughs> for a good 30 minutes um uh, but uh anyway ryan um let's let's move on to the feature yeah. film Of this episode 35.
1: So the film I chose today is a a callback, like I said earlier, to the very first episode whenever I talked about one of the films that made me want to go into filming, be making films. It's a little uh, high school set film noir movie called Brick, starring none other than a young Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, It's directed uh, by Ryan Johnson Who you might recognize that name From the news tabloids About the new Star Wars movie The Last Jedi Which he directed And I think he's like all signed up But this was his first movie All shot in his hometown Um, It's It's kind of like nothing I'd ever seen before
2: Is it in California?
1: Yeah Okay yeah, that same question. Um, yeah. San San Clemente, I think is the name of the town that he grew up in and that they, they shot it oh, there. Oh, okay.
2: That's where uh, Ryan Sheckler's from. Um,
1: yeah. Is is it really? Yeah. I used to watch his his uh, MTV. Um, show. so movie was filmed for $475,000. He Jesus. wrote the movie in like 1994 and he, he so he wrote a novella which was just like a straight up like dime store novel, that was the entire story, and then he wrote the script, and it took him six years to find financing for this movie. Really?
2: Mm-hmm. i was seen an ask like why it was, took so long. Like, it was literally he, he could not I mean, find it money. His, it was his first movie that he'd ever made. So it has see? I'm not familiar with Ryan Johnson outside of Brick, Looper, and Brothers Looper, Bloom. Yeah, the goddamn Last Jedi. And the uh, last <laughs> Jedi, which but, we'll save that for um, another episode. So this brick was his first feature. Correct. Yeah. Has he done shorts? I mean, how many short? Was it a brick short?
1: No, there no? wasn't a brick short. Um, let's see. He, uh, oh, he did like, a he did a couple of shorts before that, like th- three shorts before that. But you know, it was one of those things where I think he was like just doing those with his buddy. So for him to get money for Brick, it was it was it was kind of a huge deal. Um, he's also uh, famous for directing some of the most well received episodes of Breaking Bad. That's right. He's a
2: he uh, directed. I remember that. Uh, the
1: Mandis episode, which was like the second to the last episode, yeah. Yeah. I think
2: he also directed. I might be wrong. <laughs> the episode. <laughs> um, I'm listening. Yeah, this is like my slogan in life. I might be wrong. <laughs> that episode where it was just uh, they're trying to kill this fly in the uh, yes. lab. Is that him?
1: Yeah, I think. I think that was. I'm not. Yeah, yeah the track because. So every TV show always has like one episode where they trap the characters in one room. Mm-hmm. And like, it's a, that's the, um, that's the challenge to the writers to write one episode. And, and for breaking bad, that was, that was how they dealt with it. Gotcha. Community had one, um, which was really good. Breakfast club had one. I mean, whole that movie. Whole movie had whole, <laughs> yeah, the whole movie was a gent- chance. So, I picked the the beer that I picked to go along with Brick today is uh, brewed and canned by Martin House Brewing Company in Fort Worth, Texas. Did we do... Have we had a beer from them before? Uh, we have. Uh, I'm trying to remember which I one. Was I'm was, I'm think so. So. I, remember I in think the... it was... Jo- I think Jody might have brought it. Okay. Uh, uh, man, I'm, I'm just remembering we, that, that we, name at the top.
2: We have what? I don't know how many cans from bottles here. 40-something probably now. <laughs> 40. Yeah. 41.
1: Um what what name name this beer though it's, it's the great. The Salty Lady. <laughs> Cuz guess what in this movie there are a couple salty ladies
2: but they're pretty hot. Well yeah, but
1: <laughs> I mean it's um Eric like Ryan's like, "Well, yeah, that's that's <laughs> typical." <laughs> but salty. spicy boys and spicy girls if you want to uh you're home from a long day at work, you're hanging out, listen to spicy boys enjoying the podcast, and you or, want
2: to uh, crack a cold one with the spicy boys? Hold on, I want to promote this. Or reading a copy <laughs> of The Horn that Never Came. Go ahead, Ryan. Um, what well, now's the time to <laughs> pop that top.
1: Hold on, you guys smell that? That's garlic. Oh, is that right? Really? It smells some, it's a really strong garlic. Good. Uh, garlic scent cooking in that oven out there uh, in the okay. kitchen.
2: Ryan just had this <laughs> no, panic. It's, it's, look it's, at his face. It's pretty strong. <laughs> it's not the beer. Whew. Smells
1: good. Alright, so so we'll talk about the beer a little bit before I take a swig. Let's just hit the rye now. But other than the name, it, what kind of beer is this? It's a tart and refreshing goes. I think they call it a goza beer. That's oh how you pronounce it. God. It is
2: something. <laughs> it is salty. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Tastes like you get a it's Wait, like a, <laughs> it's like taking a big swig oh out, of, uh, out of the ocean. I, this okay? Some sour ocean water. how you That's know, like a, it, it almost reminds me of. Is this remember sour? the lemon heads? Wait, is or this, not is this le, sour or, or salty? Salt? <laughs> oh no, this is Morton salt thing. Hold on, let me get another beer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wait, is this a sour beer? <laughs>
1: no, it's. How do you pronounce it? Is it it's Go-s- a Goza. Goza? Yeah, I think it, they call it a Goza. You, if you keep sipping it, they should call it, it, it sour. Tastes, <laughs> it tastes more like a sour, but it is it is definitely salty. It's salty and sour. It's a salty... Man, oh, okay. I like this design on this bottle. This can. Oh, the design, yeah, this is pretty cool. All right. But, mm. yeah, made made in Texas by Texans. Fort Worth. Man, this is this is something. I think my jaw's cramped. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> they feel tired.
2: <laughs> Woo. Woo. All
1: right. Let's get into hey, this remind, movie. <laughs> remember, did you guys ever do those when you were a kid? You remember the warheads? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you ever have the droppers? Yeah. No. The droppers? Is that like just the liquid? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no. you just like drop a little bit on it's your like tongue? Pe- oh, yeah. man. It was like... Atomic sour is what they used to what, call. it me of? That what is it about kids that love sour, like challenging themselves with sour taste I don't know. like that? Kind of reminds me of adults that yeah. test themselves with very spicy things.
2: There you go, that's perfect. <laughs> that analogy. is a great example, <laughs> yeah, or comparison. Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean, I think I, I think everybody just has this desire to like push themselves as far as they can go.
2: All right, yeah, yeah.
1: But what do you guys... So, this movie was the first time because I I so, I honestly thought um, that this movie was one of those movies that, like, everybody would love. Like, I thought everybody would enjoy this movie. Like, I think I think it's really well made. It's beautifully shot. It's really craftily written. It's it's very much... But one of the things I think that really drew me to it was it's such a genre blend. Mm-hmm. You know, so you've got, like, this old film. And one, growing up, oh, it's my favorite some of my favorite movies were those old film noir movies like The Maltese Falcon and Touch of Evil and uh, Out of Sight and things like that but um,
2: um, it's definitely uh, yeah modern noir yeah
1: and so it, it's it, but it's this blend between like like spaghetti western film noir and like high school teenage yeah, uh, coming of say, age story it's
2: probably one one of the top I don't know It could uh, For me like one of the top High school films Yeah For me Yeah
1: Well in like But I shared it to my friend And she was like I, I hate this movie Got, Turned it off like 30 minutes in And I was like Man I was like I thought everybody would love this movie I like this but movie But I guess like If you don't like get the The, the film noir Yeah kind of reference it. Because it's very much like A specific style Like it's very fast paced Very fast paced Yeah <laughs> it's very yeah. um like the the characters are over the top and like and it's just it's not like your typical movie but i th- i th- i think you almost need like a refresher course you yeah. don't need a refresher course in film noir but it helps to understand because like you're not
2: dealing with like a normal world uh yeah i feel like this film i mean Ryan Johnson first first feature it's the how he um, use passage of time in, you know, w- very efficiently mm. and it's all motivated. Um, um, he
1: did that. He, I think he did some really, really inventive cinematography with this. Yeah, movie. I think uh, I'm with you. Yeah. It's like, like what, what am, my favorite scenes is, um, is the conversation in the uh, principal's office between, Oh, uh, between the main character and the principal, or mm-hmm. the vice, vice principal, vice VP, and they've yeah. got this like this kind of power battle going on. But if you notice, like the camera keeps on like shifting yeah. angles every almost every single time. It's it like, really watching re- how the power oh. dynamic and the conversation is going. It like starts out eye level, right, and then mm-hmm. it yeah, just slowly it gets lower and lower. Yeah. 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 well, it keeps on lowering or raising on both sides, so you're kind of seeing this yeah, okay. like you're seeing the power who, who's in, who's, who's in control. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, obviously Joseph Gordon Levitt, God almighty, you know, I, I might add him on to somebody who I would want to play me, even though he looks nothing like me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I can see him playing
1: me. I can see him playing you too. You know, just little prosthetic. I mean,
2: he was At, Bruce Willis. And Matt. Oh yeah. yeah. If he can play Bruce Willis, he can play <laughs> me, obviously. Um, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the jump cuts in this movie. I love the uh, the the dream sequence with the black like hefty bags. Oh,
1: I know. The, Whenever at the at the um, at the murder scene. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Okay.
2: Speaking of murder scene, should we do the log line first? So we oh, we <laughs> should <laughs> do the, the, the log line. Oh God, here this we go. It's gonna be fun one. Salty lady. It's pretty salty. Who who do you want to go first, Ryan? Oh yeah. my God, it's salty.
1: I want Jeff to go first because oh, I want God. you to be real salty about it. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right, no time to waste. Let's go. All right, here, here we go. Oh, uh, Brad's doing the timer. This yeah,
2: time. man, I'm ready. Ready? Yeah. Go. A young Bruce Willis. <laughs> no. Um. Okay. Come when up. when 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 a when the body of her of his ex girlfriend turns up, it's up to a high school kid to investigate the murder the the crime by doing so discovers an entire world that is hidden beneath the trappings in the soil <laughs> Stop. of a California high school okay oh yeah you had a little bit
1: extra time there okay I use trappings I do not know what that means but I thought you were going to say good. Atlantis <laughs> oh okay all right you want me to go next, or do you want to go? You choose. I think I want to go next. Okay. I want all you. I, want God, you to I, 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 I hate going after you. Um, okay. All right,
2: Fastbender, go next. All right, so last time, the timer?
1: Let me get the timer pulled up. Here we okay. go. Right. T- oops. Okay. Ready? Mm. Go. When a lonely outsider gets swept into a criminal underbelly of a local high school, he finds himself <sighs> struggling. To solve the mystery of who killed his ex-girlfriend and his love, it's love. And you had one. You could have. I kept going. Could have ended it. I could have, but no, man. I was on fire for about five seconds. Jake Johnson as Brad. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Let me just think about the movie that I just got done shooting. (sighs) I got. I got to be in his mind. Yeah, Jake
2: Johnson. Jake Johnson? No, no, no. I'm Jake Johnson as Brad Hughes. As Brad Hughes thinking about Gordon Levitt's character. Exactly. The movie. I just
1: returned home from a long date.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Three, two, one. Are you timing Ryan? Mm -hmm. Three, two, one, go. go.
1: A high school student returns back to school and finds his ex-girlfriend murdered. And takes it into his own hands to figure out what happened. Oh! And in doing so, (laughs) gets swept up into a long path of drugs. (laughs) Zero. (laughs) Hey, that wasn't bad. I wanted to go. I wanted to go a little further, but the brick the pin the tug did the did the did the um because they kind of use dialogue to kind of confuse but also give you like hints did it did it aggravate you or did mm, it draw you in more makes me no it makes me draws me in more because i actually listen even more
2: yeah because i'm like trying to distinguish what they're talking about right. so before we oh yeah i'm gonna go I'm, I'll, I'll read the actual log line from a good friends at imdb they don't know that here we go a teenage loner pushes his way into the underworld of a high school crime ring to investigate the disappearance of his ex-girlfriend i think ryan got a spot on uh, you did <laughs> <Jeez>. really yeah
1: <laughs> can i say something really quick after watching like I've seen this movie once this is the second time I watched it, but yeah, I was like, man, is it sad I kind of wish this like this kind of stuff happened at my high school <laughs> <laughs> like the whole time I watched it, I was like like <laughs> I kind of wanted like, to like figure this out, but like why can't I get involved in
2: this? yeah, because he was just so cool about it all, like mm. you know, no, he was very he he was determined, dude,
1: he knew his shit man, he knew what was going on well and that that's what I think is kind of funny is like how do you have a high school kid who's an outcast but also so so cool and so confident Confident. to be able to to be able to like take on anybody around. because like back in the day that was the old private investigators but it almost makes more sense as like a kid who's just like i'm just an outsider like i like i only need my girlfriend and that's it and then you take that away from him and now he's like hell-bent to like destroy whoever's responsible for this but i like how it wasn't this long like I mean, he made a decision, yeah. obviously, to right. to 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 take this on on his own. Yeah, but like during that, there was like never a doubt in his mind. It's like he was like, like this is the only option. It's me. I got to figure this out because the cops aren't gonna do it. Yeah, well, it's it's also it. The movie is pretty comedic as well. Yeah, like yeah. I would say, like really comedic. Like the the scene where the I mean the fact that the pin, like the kingpin in the movie, like lives at home. His, in his mom's house. That was a pretty Like, scene. in the basement. Was, and, like, the scene where he shows up in the van and he's got the lamp in the van. Oh, yeah. But the lamp's, like, swaying and, like, it's being knocked over the entire time. Um,
2: The, uh... What's her name? Megan Good, her... Uh, Is it the... The... Car- the 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 girl in the in the in drama class
1: oh yeah she's wild yeah what was she uh, she in was she in like a Disney Channel movie or something man I don't know, I, I don't know but I, I recognize her from something. she's
2: in a uh, Californication like the last like the last few seasons I think I like the man show. I think she's in something else yeah. um, I I got to figure this out but uh, um yeah, this is this is the second time I've seen a movie and I one. Uh, I love, for an indie movie, it's to have this, well, I mean, I guess any movie, have a very powerful, like, opening scene. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, you you just see him, just, like, squatted, right? Squatting down there with his hands in his face. Yeah. And you see a dead body. Oh, I know. Well, you just see the, her uh,
1: her her wristband, her wristlets, or whatever you want to yeah, call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... God, I mean the movie's just so good Like It's such It's so so different I think Than from what I've seen before And like it's it's really It's, it's a pretty movie It's well acted yeah. It's really well written Pacing's like perfect Spot Yeah, on. There's no like yeah. it, was, it, it was edited on a home computer Oh yeah? It's like back in 2005 Yeah
2: Do you know how it's much crazy. money you made?
1: over 2 million in the box Sounds office.
2: Sounds like a success.
1: But it was a it was a Sundance hit. Yeah, and I think that's the reason I watched it the very first time because yeah. after hearing about Sundance. Yeah. Um, I ended d- up with like a, like a like a like a just like a screener copy yeah. of it. Oh yeah? Mhm. When I was in high school.
2: Did Ryan Johnson send you that screener?
1: No. There's <laughs> there's so many He was like, "Hello, fellow Ryan." <laughs> Ryan would a while one day. And the other thing about the movie was like for me was that there were so many scenes in this movie that I, I would say were, were my favorite, but that to me were very realistic of like, like if that, if the situation really happened and- like, Oh, I love like the, you go ahead. The, the scene I, I I thought was like, one of, the more, one of my favorite parts is when he's getting chased with the mm-hmm. knife, right? And he goes yeah. around the corner and he takes his shoes off. Mm-hmm. Like that was like, that's shit that I think about. Like I, <laughs> if I'm ever in that situation, what would I do? Yeah. Right? And I just, like, little things like that were sprinkled throughout the movie where I'm, like, he, he his, that's, his, that like, is his confidence coming through. Like, yeah. right? He, he was uh, able to react so quick to all these moments. Did that guy die when he hit that pole? <laughs> I mean, I don't. He definitely hit, fucking knocked out. He, he hit it while. pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, and, like, it's funny how he set, like, in the movie, sets up these situations for these, like, really cinematic shots. Like, the scene in yeah. the, uh the the piano scene at the party, mm-hmm. you know where they sneak away and they're like candlelit and everything yeah. like that, and then the end scene where he's talking to what's her name, Laura, and she's got the um like the fur coat around yeah, her yeah. neck and the, like the pe like the, almost like the pheasant type thing in her hair. Uh-huh. It's so like film no like you know like femme fatale yeah f- film noir
2: type yeah. Yeah, the camera work is. I I I just keep thinking this is his first film and, um, well, he his, the his writing, acting, camera work. I like when it, I think there was a scene where uh, I think that's the same scene where he was being chased. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it started off as a static shot. Then once Gordon Levitt started running, then the camera just started pulling away, and it's very shaky. Yeah, which I mean. I'm thinking, I don't think, but that's one thing I learned about is feel like framing and composition is, there's no, there's no, there's no rule. There's no, um, I mean, I, I mean, I think that's what everyone thinks, but it's, it's, it's very, uh, as long as it's motivated, mm-hmm. it could be the shakiest shot. If,
1: uh, uh, yeah. Like if you understand the rules and all that,
2: you can yeah. break the rules type mm-hmm. of
1: deal. And I think, and I kind of going back to when you mentioned about the the megan megan good megan character good, yeah. mm. I, I i love the f- fact that well first of all she was like they only really showed her in what drama class or yeah, de- yeah theater yeah, yeah. yeah and then when you see the whole realization of who she is she's like it's funny because she literally has makeup on mm, right like geisha makeup yeah but it's like to me it's like i took that as like oh she's two-faced like she's two different yeah. people this whole time yeah. right and then, like, the cinematography of, like, that shot was, like, this mm-hmm. low angle with the glass shatter. Sh- yeah. And it just kind of, like, it's that, like, you know, that point where you're, like, yeah. okay. Like, you didn't know how to feel. You didn't know how you felt about her the whole yeah. movie. Right. So.
2: Um, one thing I liked about the film, it's showing Gordon, uh, Brendan, Gordon, uh, J- Joseph Gordon-Liv's character. Mm-hmm. He, f- most for the most part, he, he knew where to be in what phone booth. And he's always there, but yeah. at the end when it's start, it's getting dark. You can see him like running towards his ringing phone. Yeah, like he almost like he was not expecting this, because mm-hmm. kind of Well, he him. wasn't.
1: He wasn't prepared. Yeah, he wasn't prepared He was, just, prepared like, for he was just reacting. But like
2: no. everything before that, like he knew exactly which which phone booth. He
1: was always ahead of everybody. Yeah. else. He's until always watch. Yeah, until yeah. That moment, and yeah. then that's I, like, and I think he figured it out. But he wasn't prepared for kind of how things were going to go down. But um, we we do need to do our ratings really quick. But before that, there, there's something that I kind of find funny. So the cinematographer for this movie, which is he's done, he's been the cinematographer for all of Ryan Johnson's movies. His name is Steve uh, Yedlin. And Yedlin. Yedlin. Is, Yedlin. Y e d l i n.
2: Is he related to the actor?
1: I have no idea um but um he is famous for being like on the forefront of like saying that and he spent like all of this time and all of this money showing that like you can basically make digital look like film uh-huh but ryan johnson refuses to use digital and so like Yel Yedlin's yeah. like done all of these like master like classes and like presentations and like on like how he like like how you can make digital look like film and like there's no difference and all this stuff, but Johnson refuses to shoot on <laughs> digital. It looked good. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. And uh, it's all on film. <laughs> so was uh Looper, so is um Brothers Bloom and so is Last Jedi.
2: See respect to Ryan Johnson.
1: Even though a cinematographer wants to go digital, he's 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 stuck on film. Which maybe one one day we'll get to shoot on film, guys. Maybe if they ever come uh, we out with a camera, hey, we we got a sixteen millimeter and an yeah. eight eight millimeter. We got two sixteen millimeters. Yeah, we do, buddy. Um, pretty soon we'll have two of each. All right. Well, you want to do the rating? Yeah, you guys.
2: Okay. Who wants to go first?
1: I'll go first because I'm.
2: (laughs) you to bash this beer. (laughs) Oh, I'm gonna bash this beer. I feel really bad right now. Yeah. Um. Sorry, Ryan. It's happening. All right. I'm gonna go for the
1: beer. I'm gonna go. I'm looking at this. I'm gonna. i I think I'm gonna go cayenne pepper. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you're nice. (laughs) <laughs> well, you're, you're I, don't, very generous. I know I can drink it. If I can't drink it, I think I'd go lower. But okay. I can drink it. It's not like I just wasn't expecting. I shouldn't have said I'm not expecting. But the salty lady is pretty yeah. salty. But the movie, what do you what do you rate? The I'm, I'll give the movie a Carolina Reaper for sure. What do you rate the femme fatale in this movie? Trinidad that scorpion. Nice. that was not by looks more just by the character itself yeah, yeah. very very
2: salty um am I going next yeah you go next you want me to go beer or movie
1: go movie, go movie first, movie first. <laughs> then the beer
2: okay good news bad news uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> movie oh, I mean it's yeah Carolina for sure um it's like I said it's probably one of the best High school films that I've seen, which is probably in its own genre of high school. Yeah, I was gonna noir. say, it's not like yeah. your, your, own, your own,
1: your typical high school film
2: for the beer. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ryan. Do I not, love you. You're not gonna offend me. I've this, never had this but beer before. What <laughs> I, I
1: love you. I'm gonna, no, I mean, I'm not gonna feel that way a little bit, though. yeah. I'm not you're, gonna, always, you're always like, oh, I don't want to offend them, but you're like, hey, I just chose it, like, I don't know what it tastes yeah. like. But this guy right
2: here is gonna—he's gonna—I uh, can't see the bottom of the. <laughs>
1: poblano, jalapeno, serrano.
2: So I, I gave it a kind. So I was four up. I'm gonna give this one serrano.
1: Ooh. No, no, no wait, no, no.
2: Sorry, that's three. No, poblano. <laughs>
1: one out of ten.
2: I think that's our. Oh, you first were completely... ever one out of ten. You went pobl- You went to the bottom. For me, it's 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 too sour and salty.
1: Oh yeah, you hate salt. I forgot. <laughs> No, I love. Can I just say something? Well, no, you, you hate the. You hated that. This tastes sea salt and lime beer. This that Brad to me chose. just tastes
2: like someone just poured like pickled juice and Bud Light lime in a can. Well, I don't I think it, you loved Bud Light. Lime. I don't think it tastes that bad, to be honest. I cannot drink. And it. I feel like if I have
1: another one, I'll, I could bump it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think if we have another <laughs> of anything,
1: exactly. That's my point. All right, Ryan. All right, so I love him. you, Ryan. Sorry, dude. You're not offended at me at all. So, for the movie, I'm going to go Carolina Reaper. And for the beer, I'm going to go Habanero.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: I mean, it's not great, but if you're into that kind of stuff. But I do know we had, the, the beer we had from them before was, this maybe it's just not our style. I think this is just isn't our style. Again, it's like our porters and stuff. Like yeah. We, 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 I, we almost need like someone yeah. that's like we need to have a guest on here that really enjoys how, how do I say this again Goza's <laughs> Goza's beer and porters and and
2: stuff like that I mean. Mm-hmm. How would you how would you rate the Defend uh, Fatale, right? Uh,
1: she's a great Femme Fatale. Yeah. Probably give her a Carolina reaper. Nah. Ooh. Well, it's just like, you know, the great like Femme Fatale characters like f-
2: throughout the past,
1: they're always like unassuming, but I feel like she was just like especially vicious
2: yeah without being too obvious. Yeah,
1: she was like playing a so, long game.: a, a, a very long game.: Yeah, yeah. She was spicy, huh? She was spicy. so and salty. Um,
2: <laughs> since we have, we've rated movie to film and Tom of before we wrap this up, I'm going to go back to the beginning of this episode when we talk about our f- movies that based on us, if you could pick a femme fatale.
1: Ooh, for not, the movie?
2: Not a not, not not a love interest in your on your film.
1: But somebody who just really messes you up. Yeah. Oh man. Give me a wait. That's a good, that's okay. a good one. I'm just gonna not even think about this. So Brad, <sighs> um
2: you pick one I gotta I, I always have to reference things, so give me a second. Think of yeah. Pick one for yourself. So you're going to... I'm between two people and I want to see who so I want. So J- Jake Johnson is, is playing you. You know, he's his Indiana boy. Wait, Jake... Okay. Then who would... Who's going to... Who do I want? Who do, Who do you want? Who do I want? Not love interest. Femme Fatale. No, That's, I know. Yeah, yeah. Who Who do you want? I mean, it could be both, but...
1: I think I'd want like Amy Adams or someone. Oh man, right? That's a good. one. I mean,
2: Dang. Yeah. Where were you guys going? <laughs> I was going to say Amy Adams. Okay. Actually, yeah. But who's? I feel like, like she's, no she's going to put that role, man. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know who I? I'm going to say.
2: For you? For for bread? For me? For you?
1: Marion Cotillard. Oh, okay. She like she seems like she's...
2: She has weird. those evil eyes, but sexy evil eyes. <laughs> and she's French. Or
1: Rooney Mara. like oh. Rooney Mara deserves to like Wait, okay. hurt somebody Let else. Let me ask you this.
2: If Ryan Gosling played you, who would be the femme fatale? Oh, here we go. Ryan. I think Rooney Mara would be good. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But Ooh, that's you why you're so you know, it. Would it,
1: Like Michelle Williams. Oh, oh! But they were Blue no. They, they've that, been yeah. yeah, Probably Rooney Mara. Rooney Mara. Perfect. But
2: if Fassbender played you, yeah, who would be the femme fatale?
1: Marion Cotillard. There you go. See, he's Dan- Dan-
2: if Daniel Day Lewis played him, though,
1: <laughs> seriously, <laughs> yeah. we got to think about <laughs> the fucking piss myself. Kate, here.
2: Kate Upton. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good. That's Aaron Aronofsky would, would 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 take that risk. I was gonna say Kristen Wiig, but I don't think that would work. <laughs> <laughs> Well, just th- she
1: was a mother, though. Oh, Kristen Wiig! I still haven't seen Mother. Ugh. Dude, we got you guys got to come over and watch oh, no, it On 4K Blu-ray. She's in Mother. Daniel Day-Lewis, H- Kate
2: Upton. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, that's pretty good. That's 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 unique. Yeah. Unique. We'll say very unique, very unique. Oh man. What about uh,
1: what about you, Jeff?
2: Here's the thing. I'm kind of leaning towards keeping it in one race. So, so who's, let's say you know Steve oh. Yun and John Cho were auditioning, but you guys, let's say if you guys were casting directors, who would you pick? So I, Lucy Liu I
1: knew to play me. I knew you were gonna Lucy Liu to so not to play you. No, oh, we're for him. For yeah, the femme fatale, dude, But why?
2: Why that. do you feel like the race who, has to be? lucilla has got range. She, she could probably play, play me. But why do you say the race has
1: to be the same? I don't know. Because I feel like that's. I don't know. I feel like that's out of the norm. Like I don't yeah. feel like that's. Wait. So who? Wait. Who? Brad, who are
2: you? Gonna, who's gonna be playing you? I don't know. If it, Brad, John it, Cho or Stephen. Yeah. All right, Brad. If you're if you're the casting director, who would you pick?
1: You got this. This is gonna take some time. One of those John Cho, <laughs> right? That's who's playing
2: you. Yeah, John Cho. Okay, so you pick John Cho. <laughs> <laughs> John Cho. Which for everyone, it's Harold from Harold and Kumar. <laughs> God. I would pick. I want. To, I want. I'm trying to actually think
1: of something yeah. good, and not just throw out a name. But
2: who would you pick? Vampetal. Yes.
1: Like truly who do you Truly
2: think, Like yeah Who do you think would go well together I could just throw out a name See based but. on my experience As a human being and As, <laughs> as, as Jopri again. I
1: getting personal with it now Oh uh,
2: very Dude this is my memoir It's gonna get an Oscar wrist, Big Heart Uh, <laughs> I would pick For Femme that, That's That's a villain right Right yeah
1: She's like the girl That's like unassuming Until the end And she just leaves a dagger In your heart <laughs> Oof
2: Olivia Wilde. Uh, <laughs> God, that Dang. actually, I do have to say, that's good. Yeah, yeah that's that's really really good. A, I wasn't. know she's femme fem fatale, but in the back of my head, it's I still, you know, there's just that wishful thinking. There's that hopeful, that hopeful yeah. hope, that hopeful hope. You've always had
1: a thing for her, though. Olivia Wilde. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, man. I always get her and Olivia Munn confused.
2: Oh, we love your mud She's Asian. Is she? Yeah. Half, oh, she's there you go. a half-fit me. Anyway. And
1: then I feel like for Brad, Brad, I feel like you got some... I think Amy Adams is perfect. Yeah. But I think she could fit any, for any of us, to yeah. be honest. It's either... I don't think she was like a specific to me. I just feel like either, she a fits either, that role. Yeah, Amy Adams would be perfect for everyone. Oh, man. What? Trev Taylor Swift
2: no I'm she's not kidding. no no Taylor Ryan <laughs> no okay you know what? we're gonna end us here <laughs> no Taylor Swift for you it's Brody gonna be Kate Upton Kate Upton yeah alright well That's just a joke uh wait
1: we need to do Brad
2: oh need shit what, one for Brad you well, need what's to
1: Jeff. hey what's her name from um Gone Girl his uh Ooh, oh um, um
2: what's her name
1: uh what is her name oh I uh know, Rosamund
2: like, Pike Rosamund Pike there you go. Rosamund that's Pike
1: a or Jennifer Lawrence, I feel like would be a pretty good one.
2: Or I mean, Emily <laughs> Emily Blunt. Mm. I was going to say Emily Blunt earlier. Then I was like, yeah.
1: that's a good one.
2: I mix it up. Lucy Liu. Who knows? All right. I'm, I'm going to stop there. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to our podcast, episode 35. Brad, will you do the
2: honors? I will do the honors. Let me, uh, before I do that, let me plug Ryan's book one more time. All right, you plug the book. Go. Um, it's Ryan Witten's memoir, "The Horn That Never Came." Feature, New York, New York City bestseller. And a Canada bestseller, Vancouver, Toronto.
1: You heard it, the horn that never came. But we want you guys to come back to the Spicy Boys. <laughs> That was episode 35, the movie Brick. And we had a little bit of the salty lady. We'll uh, see you guys next time, episode 36. Spicy boys, out.